here we are again, sitting here in a quiet space, in a world that seems to have gone totally insane for now. As we look at the TV, listen to the radio, we look at social media, we see all the things going on around us. We get fearful sometimes. We worry that much of the earth will be destroyed and there will be no safe place for our children and the rest of our descendants. And everything that we see and do reminds us of that. We walk the streets. We try to see the beauty and wonder in all of these things. Some of us go to religious places. We watch the latest movies with superheroes with the power to change the world. And even those movies have been warped and twisted so that half the time the superheroes are villains and half the time the villains are superheroes. Seems that we have been thrown into a world of created chaos. I say the chaos is created because, you see, the world isn't really very chaotic. There are ways that things work in this world. The way they interact with each other. There are patterns that we see. If we begin to observe and grow in truth and wisdom in this world. And these patterns can be predictive. They can teach us how to live our lives and navigate through many types of troubles and pains and suffering. The problem today is that there are those people who who have seen these patterns and they are working to purposefully upset those patterns using doublespeak, twisted languages, words that express their opinion instead of the truth. And we find ourselves trying to read these patterns, but they're just not working. They're just not working because they're being manipulated. The question is, how do we get beyond this manipulation? How do we get beyond all of the stress and the anxiety that comes by trying to reclaim these patterns and trying to find some beauty and some stability in life where everything seems to be falling apart? That is a major question, isn't it? That was the original question posed by most real religions. The problem is that over time, they got taken over. Some people had a vision of the world and God and all of those things, and they decided that they were the only ones right and that they could force people into living the way they wanted to. 
And so they begin to create a God in the image of the most powerful, create laws and belief systems that enforce the way they thought things should be. And then through mental manipulation and brute force, when that manipulation didn't work anymore, they tried to create a world that reflected their own image. So what's really falling apart, you see, is the artificial image that they have been feeding to us for so long. Question is, are we willing to let go of that artificial image and trade it in for reality? Trade it in for truth? Trade it in for spirituality or a deep connection with the divine, whatever we call it? Are we willing to look deep inside and find that great mystery that they tell us it's out there somewhere behind heaven? Are we willing to begin to trust ourselves again? Can we trust our own minds, our own reasoning ability, our own hearts? And can we step into the power of the human being, which is a power that is so great that those who want to be in power don't want us to know what that power is. When many religions say we are made in the image and likeness of the divine, they are not talking about a big man in heaven walking around or a big woman in heaven walking around. That's not what they're talking about. And they're not necessarily talking about something with two arms and two legs and a head and torso. They're not talking about that either. They're talking about something deeper. They're talking about our power to think clearly, to reason, to imagine something new and with the work of our hearts and hands to create that which is new, that which is beautiful, that which is just. And I think it's time for us to reclaim that divinity right now by working to create beauty wherever we find ourselves, love and justice. It doesn't have to be something giant. It can be something that happens within the family. It can be learning to treat one's friends and family members as what they truly are. Not so separate from oneself but an extension, a part of oneself, a part of oneself that has been feeding into one's heart and mind for so long that one has taken in some of their ideas and thoughts and personality and has incorporated it into one's own ego so that wherever we carry ourselves, we carry a part of those people in a sense, you see, those people 
are extensions of us. And when we begin to live in the reality of this, realizing that we are one in actuality, not only theoretically, we begin to create peace and love and joy wherever we go. Unfortunately, though, there are those who realize this and they don't want that to happen. After a little break, we'll get back to why they don't want it to happen. To learn more about us, visit us at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com where you can learn about living in the now. Find joy in life no matter where you are. You can find some great books. Life, work, and spirituality teaches you how to use whatever job you have in order to lift yourself to a higher understanding of the world and find joy. You can also get a copy of our new book, The Gathering of the Chosen, for any type of donation more than $10 on our website. And now we will go back to the show. Why don't people want us to reclaim that power and to be able to create a world of peace, love, and not division, but plurality, where we are like a beautiful garden with many different plants and flowers and insects and animals all working together in harmony to sustain the whole? Why don't they want that? Because it's very inconvenient for those who are prideful and arrogant and who feel that they are better than everyone else and who prove that they are better than everyone else by stomping them, pushing them down and holding them back. It would be a nightmare to lose control over the power that they think they have and the power that they have is to define reality for each and every one of us. And that reality has to be aligned with what they want it to be for us. If you don't believe this, look back at the ideology of the priests in every religion. Look at the psychologists now and the scientists who define reality for us and tell us that we can't even believe our own experiences. You can find it sometimes in friends and loved ones who see you changing and see you growing and they try to put you back in that box that they've known you as all of their lives. Not because they don't want you to change but they don't want to change in reaction to the new you. They have an idea of who you are and what you are as you see as compared to them and they want you to stay that way. Of course, that's not with everybody. But with the most unenlightened, 
because a lot of this is working on the subconscious level. And so the idea you see is to learn what is working on that subconscious level. And when we learn what is working on that level and we can bring it from the deep subconscious of feelings, archetypes or images, to language, we can use our brains, the power of reasoning, and take control of those beliefs and decide whether we want them or not. When we do this, we are free. We are in a place where many of the ancient Taoist priests talked about being like the dragon that can walk through walls, can change shape and form, cannot be harmed by fire or water or anything. When one has awakened to oneself and has mastered the control of the self and is using the subconscious as a tool to understand where one is and what one is doing and as a library to store different guilts, sets of skills and empowerment that they don't use in life most of the time. And they go into that library when they need a certain behavior or ideology to survive. They can do that. That's where we want to be. That's when we are free, enlightened, woke to the third power. You see, with the woke to the third power, we not only realize how the system works, as in the woke to the first power, we not only realize how we have been manipulated, educated, and socialized into behaving the same way the system works when we're not careful. That is woke to the second power. Woke to the third power is realizing that we are not who we think we are. We are not who they told us we are. We are that universal mind, the universal consciousness that is at the heart of this reality, at the core of this reality. And when we realize this, we realize that there are many possibilities Part of this show I have been focusing on in particular is trying to learn ways of gathering funds and passive income to do the things that we need to do in order to remain free and find joy and peace. All of my time when I was working on a lot of different spirituality and studying religions and mysticism and all of that, I never realized that if I had the right funding, it would have been easier to help more people and to do more things. And let's not think that I haven't done many things. In fact, 
in my lifetime, I have found ways to do most of the things that I ever wanted and have all the adventures I ever wanted. And I'm going to have more. This passive income thing that was just an icing on the cake. Something I'm experimenting with. Trying to find ways to make it work. To make my life more flexible. More powerful. More of an adventure right now. Truth is that I can do it without the extra income or with it. Why? Because it's all on the inside. Riches, beauty, understanding, and growth are all on the inside. I invite you to visit our website where you can find a lot of books and things like that that can help you in your spiritual growth if you would like. We only have a couple of platforms we're working with passive income on that are working for now. We are always looking, experimenting, reaching out and trying new things. And that I think is what life is about. It is about entering into this world and gaining knowledge not by the reading of books but by books yes but mostly through experience and when we gain this experience we feed this experience back through our lines of generations and lines of ancestors and our spiritual lines of being so that they all experience life on earth through us and they remain loving and kind, wonderful spirits because they always remember how it feels to have to struggle in a world full of light and dark and to stay beautiful, peaceful and loving. That is our quest, my friends. Thanks for being with us this evening. And we will be back again for our regular Tuesday program based more on spirituality. And this one, which is called The Fourth Leg, where we discuss financial independence, the development of the mind, body, and spirit. And we add the fourth leg. Pass this link around if you like what you're hearing. Get others to listen in so that we can pass our message around and can be more successful if people join in, decide to fund us, and help us help to make a better world in a place that seems so crazy sometimes. Namaste, everyone.